Hey, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast, Becoming the Boss. This is the voice of that podcast, Dallas Prater. You might hear a little echo today because I'm in a staircase. I'm walking to the top, um, the top stairs on the sixth floor of the apartment that I live at. Because when I record these episodes, sometimes I like to look over the city and it gives me a lot of inspiration. It feels like I'm the boss. It feels like I'm on top of the world. And so I want to be in that place when I speak to y'all. What I want to talk about in this episode today is a lot of people, you know, because becoming the boss and on an in- inevitable part of the journey, because you have to be the boss of something, is, ca- is calling your people, calling your people and aligning your people towards whatever it is that's in your heart, whatever your passion, your purpose or goal is, and aligning those people in a way where you, them and the world, therefore, gains a newfound financial, social, emotional prosperity that otherwise wouldn't have happened unless you bossed up and led your tribe to that eventual fate and destiny. Um, but in, in, you know, a lot of people, I, I think, and this is something that I feel and I felt fear that, that um, part of the process. They fear calling their people. They fear exercising their voice and aligning people around what it is that, that, that they feel most powerfully about. They feel weird and awkward about aligning people around the changes that they want to make in this world, even though those changes, uh, when they're unfounded, when they aren't part of reality yet, they hurt you and you suffer every day because of it. And I felt the same way. I always tell this story on this podcast, but I wanted to reiterate it because I think it'll help a lot of people. When I was 16, I think I was, I remember I first took my first Instagram photo. Um, and I was on the sidewalk outside of um, one of my homies' houses, well, down the street between my house and one of my homies' houses in front of my old middle school. Um, you know, just sitting on the sidewalk. I think it was called Ridgewood was the road that I was on. And I just was, I was wearing a white and brown striped, horizontal stripes, thick stripes. Um, Raglan, uh, Flanagan, I think it was, Raglan, whatever the shirt's called, a baseball tee, um, where the uh, arms are a little bit shorter, you know, they're like Capri arms. Um, wow, this couple down here is lovey-dovey. But anyhow, and I was wearing some khaki shorts and some blazers, some Nike blazers that I had, and um, some long black socks. And I remember every detail about that photo because I remember taking that photo and after I took it, I stared at it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, you know, going to post it, deleting it, going to post it, rewriting the caption, looking at my face, deleting, going to post it. Like I was scared to put any footprint of myself online. You know, I grew up, you know, disconnected, you know, from my family and the people around me. You know, we didn't have a really profound connection for from a lot from what I experienced a lot of times I was growing up and so you know with them my extended family the people at school um because at 16 I was going into my junior high school or into it at that point um I was I was I was terrified of you know leaving that footprint online and people looking at it and judging me for it and making comments about it because it was like the most vulnerable and deepest part of my soul and you know, it, it, when, when you go on to create your movement and inspire thousands and, and lead them to the future that you believe should be designed um, for this world, it is going to be like that thing, it, it causes you pain every day. 
you know, it ruins a lot of people's days every day. It makes you feel worse and worse. And because of that, it is something that's close to you. Because of that, it is something that is most vulnerable, bare part of your soul. It's like crying in front of an audience. And you don't exactly want to say what it is that's causing you so much strife. What it is that's, that would be the pinnacle of your happiness that would cause you the most joy if it were to be changed. You don't want to say those things because it is revealing something to you that's so personal. Maybe it's just a passion. Maybe even just, just something simple. Like, man, if I, I, if I could be a great rapper and write these songs. Like, but you don't want to. Like, I remember even because I like to rap. Being in a basement, scared to make a song because I don't want to be caught rapping in front of my siblings or my parents because that's like the most bare, naked, vulnerable part of me, you know. But I remember posting an Instagram photo and, you know, people commented, you know, got a couple of likes. And, you know, from then on, it was off to the races. I was posting Instagram photos, um, posting Instagram videos. And, um, you know, uh, I did put in counter measurements. You know, I blocked my parents on social media. I blocked my brothers for a brief bit for my stories because, you know, I just wanted to be who I was. You know, I didn't want to um, necessarily, I didn't want to deal with, with, I didn't want anybody to see that part of me. You know, there's, you know, when you deal with, you know, family and then you deal with the public at your school or maybe your work, those are such separate personalities, you know. The person that everyone thinks you are, uh, depending on which group, you know, there's you're, you're someone different. Who your parents think you are, who you really are, who your friends think you are, who you really are. These th people are separate, right? They're they're not the same person. You employ a different face, a different personality, for each faction, for each group of people that are in your life. And I remember in the early days of social media, just being scared to really expose to each of those factions who I really was, and so I would put in all types of counter measurements and things like that. Um, you know, to stop it. Um, with time, obviously, you know, I gained, I gained more comfortable, I, I gained more, more confidence, you know. And so as time went on, you know, it's this psychological principle called systematic desensitization. I started posting more and more and more and more um, on social media. I started posting and, you know, and I started posting and making videos and I make videos on Facebook. My parents were still blocked on Facebook and things like that. And, um, you know, for a long, like, I just started to get more comfortable with getting my groove and start speaking more about things that I cared about and just really be myself. Now, obviously, there was still a great lid on it, but I was about 50% of the way there revealing who it was I was. You know, I stayed, you know, pretty PG, pretty non-controversial. I never cursed in my videos because I don't curse around my family. Um, I didn't talk about extremely controversial topics, things that really mattered to me, but I went out on the limb and started talking about things that were popular, things that people cared about, you know, and it felt good. And, you know, it was a great experience. I think, you know, being a voice is something that heals and, 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 and makes a good life for a lot of people. Um, it got to the point where I could begin to overstep boundaries and get a little more comfortable. Maybe I pushed to 60%. And I started to even share things that I was building, like my websites, my funnels, um, you know, my ideas on business. Uh, what else? I started to share like books that I had written with my parents and my family and things like that. And that's when things actually started to take a turn for the worse. Um, you know, for, uh, I quit my job and I was pursuing this business and, 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 you know, that's really when like everybody else around me started to kind of get mad and knock me and talk down on me for those things. They would say, oh, you want to do that business stuff, it's stupid. Oh, I hope you're not scamming people. You look like a snake oil salesman. Oh, you're just a bum. You know, when you just realize everybody's waiting for you to grow up, these are things that were said to me by the family because um, they didn't like that I believed in these things. and. 
They didn't like the most naked horrible parts of me. They didn't like that I was entertaining business and that I was against going to college and you know that I didn't want to work a traditional job and I was an entrepreneur, I was a boss in spirit. They didn't like that about me. They didn't like they wanted me to be the traditional. Um, you know, they wanted to crush me into the shape of familiarity. Like maybe if you've been experienced, if you stepped down and just started exposing yourself more to your family and friends and things like that, maybe you experienced that too. People were very, very skittish of things that are against their tradition, that are non-traditional things that they haven't experienced or that they don't know in depth. And so when I went on on a limb, that's when the friction started to be caused. Um, you know, we, with, like with all things, I began to become desensitized to the friction. And in a weird way, the friction started to, you know, promote within me growth. Like I began to get more abrasive and tough, you know, and, um, but, but, you know, like everybody, every, everything in the world, you know, people around me, they weren't backing down without a fight. And so as I began to get more embracing and get tough, the friction the battle had began to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, and, it, and, and that's inevitably the reason I left home. You know, um, I remember, you know, saying after the armed robbery, because I realized the brevity of life, that I could be dead at 22. You know, just thinking like, my purpose, who I am, my mission is what matters most. And I won't sacrifice anything for that for anybody else any longer. I wasn't going back to college. I wasn't going back to work. And, um, you know, my parents didn't like that. And that's what led to me ultimately having to leave my home on September 5th, 2019, you know, in search of a life that was my own, a truth that was my own, to align with myself. You know, it wasn't, you know, it, it was a confusion of thoughts at the time, confusion of emotions, but looking back, um, and this was probably a year or two ago where I realized this, just looking back, you know, I realized one of the, well, it had to be a year ago, um, looking back, I realized one of the primary reasons why I left is that, you know, I grew too big for the space that I was in. You know, I wanted to be expand, to expand. I wanted to be myself. I wanted to find my own life, my own image, and not be dictated by, the, you know, the, the ideas and traditions of people that were around me. You see, this is the way I like to explain it. Um, you know, when you are, you're a performance for everybody. The person that you are, the, for, you know, when you're around your family, when you're friends, they're not the same as who you actually are. And the closer your friends and your family get to discovering the person that you actually are, um, you know, the greater, you, the, the less comfort you will feel, the more uncomfortable you will feel. You know, the shorter the distance is between, between them discovering who you are and, and them thinking you are someone else, you know, the shorter that distance becomes of them discovering who you are, the more anxiety, depression, and things that you will feel. It's like when you're a bad kid or a quote-unquote bad kid, you know, you don't go to church or you don't go out, you know, you curse a lot and you feel like your parents are reading through your text and they're going to discover it. You know, you feel anxiety, you feel pump, you know, and maybe they discover you, you feel depression because you feel like, you know, their in image of you is altered and all these different things because... People don't care about who you actually are at the end of the day. They care about who they want you to be. And so your performance is who they want you to be. And when they discover that you're not who they want you to be, you know there's consequences to that. And so we stress ourselves out and we burn ourselves out by creating all these egos, these alter egos to please the people around us, to conform to their ideas and their expectations of us. And whenever there's a change in distance between who you actually are and who they think you are, when they get closer to discovering who you actually are, 
we feel discomfort, and then we feel more comfortable. And it's just you go back and forth between uncomfortable, and comfortable, and uncomfortable, discomfort, pain, depression, anxiety. Oh, they might find out. Oh, they might think this. Should I say this? It's constant overthinking, constant questioning yourself, constantly trying to qualify, and it burns you down into the ground. One of the reasons why I left is that I was sick of that process. I wanted to be myself. I wanted to find my own space. I wanted to grow, you know, because I felt like the only way that I'd be able to grow and get to the next level and be my vulnerable self is that if I exit the environment where I had to create these alter egos or pain would be the result. When I was by myself and I was no longer influenced by the, you know, they say you're the combination of the five people that you hang out with. And this is the reason why, because you create these aliases for the people that you hang out with and you have to live up to them or else they'll crush you. You know, they want to crush you into shape of familiarity because they're scared of things that are non-traditional. You know, and so who are you when you have no one that you hang out with? And the answer is you become yourself. You begin to be vulnerable. You're going to grow. You begin to dive into who you really are in your unique core. And so that's why I left home. Uh, and that's what it has done for me. After leaving home, man, I started cursing on social media. I started to, it was baby steps time and time and time again. I had to grow and learn and become better at being myself, at being vulnerable, at being open with the world. But having that pressure, you know, taken off of me, man, I just, you know, I kind of grew into it. And I started this podcast and I started to say whatever I want. I made videos about how I felt about my parents, about home life. And they got mad and they called me and I didn't care because I was free. Because I didn't have to go home and, 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 and bump heads or, or feel the weight of their expectation. I began to become free. I began to become myself. And I began to grow into my light and align with who I was. And therefore be able to call my mask, be able to effectuate my people in a better way. Because now it was me unapologetically. And so the point I'm bringing in this podcast is that if you want to grow, if you want to change, I think one of the most critical things that you can do is cut off everything that you know. The moment it becomes an option or work for it to be an option, leave home and become who you are. Become yourself. And with time, systematically, you'll grow into who you are. Because the weight of expectations is gone. All you have, all, the only expectation is yours. And you want to be your best. That's what I believe. Everybody wants to be their best in their heart. And you'll fight for it. And you'll grow into it. And one day, you know, summoning your people, using your voice and exercising who you are, it'll be nothing to you. The greatest thing that you can do for your for for your for, you know, for the sake of yourself and the sake of your people, when it comes time to call them, is go and for a period of time, I believe, be alone or find people like you that accept you. Be to yourself. Take periods to recluse from society. Go inside and discover who it is that's inside of yourself. Go into the cocoon and become the butterfly. I don't have a lot of time, and so that's all I really have to say for this episode. I appreciate you so much for listening. This is Dallas. Uh, at Becoming the Boss Podcast. I'll talk to you in the next one. Peace out, man.